It's Tuesday, the 18th of May, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, Crown Resorts has rejected private equity group Blackstone's bid, but is interested in talking more to Star Entertainment Group. Plus, gold prices surge on concerns about inflation, oil refineries Ampol and Viva Energy share price soar after a multi-billion dollar rescue package, and you might not have noticed, but bank branches keep closing. Our lead story today, Crown Resorts has rejected private equity group Blackstone's bid for the gaming company, saying the $12.35 a share offer undervalued the group. Part of the problem with the Blackstone bid was uncertainty as to the timing and outcome of the regulatory approval processes involved, and that wasn't good for shareholders, Crown said. In contrast, Crown's board said it wanted more information about the merger proposal from Star Entertainment Group. Star says its offer is worth close to $14 a share, though that figure includes projections of cost savings if the two groups merged. The Crown Board said it hadn't yet formed a view of the merit of the Star bid, but wanted to know more about it. It's currently trading at $13.15 a share. It came as a Victorian inquiry into the group kicked off yesterday, and immediately the casino giant was criticised for not promptly providing documentation to the state regulator, and claims were made management lied and used delay tactics, to hinder a 2016 investigation into the arrest of 19 China-based staff. The West Australian inquiry wasn't going any better, with claims that the state's watchdog had been handed information from Crown Resorts indicating that more than 50 individuals may have been involved in money laundering at the Perth Casino. Crown Resorts and its 37% shareholder James Packer are under intense scrutiny at the moment. In overseas news, the United States plans to export 20 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines by the end of June, on top of the 60 million it's already sent abroad. It comes as the US on Sunday recorded its lowest number of new coronavirus infections since the early days of the pandemic. There's no doubt the spread of COVID-19 is slowing, following a second and more severe peak over the past couple of months. On Sunday globally, there were 548,000 new cases reported, of which more than half were in India. British authorities might have mucked up the outbreak of COVID-19 last year, but the same can't be said about its vaccination rollout. More than 20 million people, or almost 40% of the population, are now fully vaccinated, while 69% have had at least one jab. And the pace of growth in Chinese factories slowed last month, although output still rose by nearly 10%. Meanwhile, retail sales growth in the world's second largest economy came in below expectations. The figures show that the recovery in China still has a few hurdles to overcome. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Oil refineries Ampol and Viva Energy's share prices jumped sharply yesterday after the government confirmed it would provide a $2.3 billion package to keep their plants in Queensland and Victoria operating. Ampol and Viva said the refineries would continue running for at least another six years, meaning Australia won't be reliant on imported refined fuel. The package protects the company's earnings when margins are low and will assist Ampol and Viva upgrade their facilities to become greener. Gold miners jumped yesterday along with the price of the precious metal. Resolute Mining and Romelius Resources both ended up nearly 8%. Market leader Newcrest Mining rose 2.6%. It came as the price of gold jumped beyond US$1,866 an ounce on the back of concerns about inflation. Gold is a store of value, and as inflationary expectations rise, so too does the price of gold. 
It's up more than 11% over the past 10 weeks. And until the past fortnight, share prices hadn't really followed. The gold diggers are now making up for that. The vaccine rollout in Australia continues to gather pace with 3.1 million doses now having been provided. While it took Australia 47 days to get to 1 million doses, that was cut to 19 days for the next million and the latest took 17 days. It's not quite the same pace as China, which is vaccinating about 14 million people a day, but it's getting better. There were more voices calling for borders to be reopened yesterday as soon as vaccines are rolled out. Virgin Australia Chief Executive Jane Herdlicker said the community needed to learn to live with the disease and it wasn't in anyone's interest to keep borders closed, acknowledging that some people may die. It came as Prime Minister Scott Morrison spent much of the day fending off criticism of his hard border stance, saying the experience in Singapore, in which a new wave of COVID-19 had hit, demonstrated how careful Australia had to be before reopening its borders. New South Wales State Premier Gladys Berejiklian said about 80% of people needed to be vaccinated before borders could reopen. And Suncorp said over-the-counter transactions had fallen by almost 25% over the past year, leading to the closure of bank branches. More closures are likely if the trend continues. Bank branch closures don't get the attention they used to, but it continues to happen as customers change habits. According to the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority, In the three years to June last year, the number of bank branches fell by 11%. That's your Mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.